family of his own. Jason gave his brother a look, then finished his whiskey and rose. Look, you know how much I'd love to stay here and listen to you make fun of me, but I have... Let me say it, David said heavily. You have work to do. Right, I do. And I would imagine that just because it's Christmas, people don't stop getting sick, even in charming little Abernathy. No, and they don't stop needing help, even in Abernathy. At that, Jason sat back down. David asked for help only if he really needed it. What is it? Cash? Jason said. Whatever you need, if I have it, it's yours. I only wish that were true, David said, looking down at his beer. Jason signaled the waiter to bring another single malt, and David looked up at him in speculation. Jason wasn't much of a drinker. He said it dulled his brain and he needed his wits about him if he was going to work. And, of course, work was Jason's be-all, end-all of life. I'm in love, David said softly. Then, when his brother was silent, he looked up and saw one of Jason's rare smiles. And what else? Jason asked. She from the wrong side of the tracks? Are the biddies of this town up in arms because their precious Dr. David is no longer available? I wish you didn't hate this town so much. It's a great place, really. If you like small-minded bigots, Jason said cheerfully. Look, what happened to Mother... No... I'm not going to get into that. I like this town, and I plan to stay here. With your new lady love. So what's the problem with this girl that you think you need me? What do I know about being in love? You know about dating. I see your name in all the society columns. Hmm. I need to network at those charity functions, and it helps to have a woman on my arm. Jason said without much feeling. It's nice the women you escort happen to be some of the most beautiful women in the world. And the most avaricious, Jason said, this time with feeling. Do you have any idea how much jet fuel costs? If you did, you'd get on with whatever has happened to make you lie and connive your way into getting me here. I figure one trip costs less than an EKG machine. Jason didn't miss the hint. You got it, so stop begging and get on with it. Who are you in love with, and what's the problem? You want me to pay for the wedding? Believe it or not, David said angrily, some people on this earth want something from you other than that money that seems to be your life. Immediately, Jason backed down. I apologize for the insinuation. Just tell me about this woman and how in the world I can be of help to you. David took a deep breath. She's a widow. She's... He looked up at his brother. She's Billy Tompkins' widow. At that, Jason gave a low whistle. She's not like that. I know Billy had problems, but... Yeah, the three D's. 
drugs, drink, and driving. You didn't know him in his last years. He settled down at the end. He went away on some job across the river, and he came back two years later with Amy, and she was four months pregnant. He seemed to have turned over a new leaf. He even bought the old Salma place. Jason raised an eyebrow. Is that heap still standing? Barely. Anyway, he bought it with his mother's help. She co-signed the mortgage. But then who in Abernathy would lend Billy money? Exactly. But it didn't matter because he died four months later, plowed into a tree doing about eighty. Drunk? Yep, drunk. And his wife was left alone except for Mildred. You remember her, Billy's mother? I always liked her.